The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's a new day and a new month. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Friday, October 1st, 2021, Friday of the 26th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, this is Liturgical Year B, Cycle 1. Friday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the Memorial of St. Therese of the Child Jesus, also known as St. Therese of Lisieux, or the Little Flower. Born in 1873, few saints of God are more popular than this young nun. Her story of a soul is read and loved throughout the world. Therese Martin entered the convent at the age of 15 and died in 1897 at the age of 24. Now, life in a Carmelite convent is uneventful and mainly consists of prayer and hard domestic work. But she saw in quiet suffering a redemptive suffering, suffering that was indeed her apostolate. Therese said she came to the Carmel convent to save souls and pray for priests. And shortly before she died, she wrote, I want to spend my heaven doing good on earth. St. Therese of Lisieux, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that every baptized person may be engaged in evangelization, available to the mission by being a witness of life that has the flavor of the gospel. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me, I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Betseda Capharnaum Chorazin three towns in ancient Israel, and apologies for the pronunciation because I don't speak ancient Aramaic, or Hebrew for that matter. And so I'm always wondering whether I'm saying these names correctly. Betseda, Capharnaum, Chorazin. It's kind of like that town in the resurrection narrative, which some people say Emmaus, and others say Amaus. I prefer the former, Emmaus, because the other pronunciation, the other pronunciation sounds like you're saying a mouse, like the rodent. Betseda, Capharnaum, Chorazin. These are three towns that you would have known well, Jesus, because they weren't all that far from your hometown of Nazareth, or Cana, for that matter. These were all towns in Galilee, little villages 
on the border of the Sea of Galilee, to the Lake of Gennesaret. Bethsaida, Capernaum, Chorazin, these three villages are all within about five miles of each other on the northern shore of the Sea of Galilee, and all of them figure in the Gospel narratives, especially Capernaum. Capernaum was essentially our Lord's base of operations during his public ministry. It was the hometown of Peter and his brother Andrew, and probably also of the sons of Zebedee, John and James. These three villages, Bethsaida, Capernaum, and Chorazin, were populated mainly by, by laborers, artisans, who worked hard for their money. There were certainly many, many fishermen, like Peter and Andrew, James and John, but also probably shepherds and other craftsmen. Perhaps there were also people who worked in, in construction, carpentry. Many of them were devout Jews. We know that in Capernaum there was a synagogue. There are remains of that synagogue even today. But these three villages, in, in specifically Capernaum, Bethsaida, and Chorazin, they're singled out by you today, Lord, in the gospel. They're given a special mention. They're given, they're given a shout-out. Jesus said to them, Woe to you, Chorazin! Woe to you, Bethsaida! For if the mighty deeds done in your midst had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would long ago have repented, sitting in sackcloth and ashes. But it will be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon at the judgment than for you. And as for you, Capernaum, will you be exalted to heaven? You will go down to the netherworld. Well, Lord, those are, those are strong words. These villages are singled out for special mention by you, Jesus, but not in a good way. These were backwater towns. We're not talking about Jerusalem or even Jericho, which had been a great city in its day. Jericho was a fortress, a big citadel. These were not big cities. They were not probably even on some maps. I mean, Bethsaida and Chorazin, they hardly appear on the map. They're, they're very small. They're very unimportant. But Jesus, you decide to visit them, to heal them, to proclaim the good news to them. And so, whether they like it or not, they are to go down in history with either a good reputation or a bad one. Either we'll remember them as being those towns that accepted Jesus and converted, or we'll remember them as those towns who kept Jesus at arm's length. Now, these otherwise unremarkable towns are noteworthy because they had the opportunity to turn to you, Lord, but their overall response was a collective shrug. And that's why this gospel is so, is so bittersweet, because they had been given this great opportunity to receive you, Jesus, and yet here you're lamenting their lack of faith. 
They did not repent, despite often hearing you teach, seeing your miracles over and over again. They were physically close to you, Jesus, but spiritually far away. They're skeptical of your miracles and your teachings, despite the fact that they're being performed before their very eyes. Who knows, perhaps some of these people had relatives who were healed or who were freed of their demons, who were beneficiaries of Jesus' teaching of his, of his miracles. We know Nazareth was not far away, perhaps within 10 miles of these cities. And yet they also suffered a similar fate, the fate of skepticism, presumption. The Nazareans say, is this not the carpenter's son? Is this not the son of Joseph and Mary? Do we not know his relatives? Jesus, how this skepticism must have saddened you and perhaps angered you too. We see a bit of anger in this lament. Woe to you, Chorazin. Woe to you, Bethsaida. Woe to you, Nazareth. Because these are people who could have received very readily the good news. There were not many cultural impediments. They were devout Jews. They had read the prophecies. They desired the Messiah. They also spoke the same language as you, Lord, and would have readily understood the imagery you used in your parables, describing the weed and the wheat, the servants with the talents, the wineskins with the wine, imagery of fishing, of farming. And yet, they don't react to your message. They don't have a change of heart. Could it be that there's a bit of presumption? A sense that they, they have no need to change. They have no need to grow, to convert. Jesus, you compare Bethsaida, Capernaum, and Chorazin with the cities of Tyre and Sidon. Why is that? Well, we know that Tyre and Sidon were foreign places. They were parts of what is now modern-day Lebanon, but then called Phoenicia. Tyre and Sidon were the principal cities of the Phoenicians, along with Byblos. And you say, Jesus, that these foreigners, these presumably non-Jews, would react more to your miracles and teachings than your own countrymen? This is the danger of presumption. Presumption can blind us. Perhaps the Jews of Galilee, of those fishing towns along the lake, thought that they were superior to the Phoenicians, because they were, the Jews were the chosen race. Perhaps they didn't feel the need to grow. They didn't feel the need to convert. Ultimately, it seems that they felt no need for a savior. They were better off on their own. You know, there's a famous song by Simon and Garfunkel, which I highly suggest that you listen to. It's called, I Am a Rock. And it's all about this danger of self-sufficiency, of presumption, of blocking out the help of others because we would really rather do it alone. And the song goes like this. I've built walls, a fortress deep and mighty that none may penetrate. I have no need of friendship. Friendship causes pain. It's laughter and it's loving I disdain. I am a rock. I am an island. 
I have my books and my poetry to protect me. I'm shielded in my armor, hiding in my room, safe within my womb. I touch no one, and no one touches me. I am a rock. I am an island. Now perhaps this song could be applied to these towns, Bethsaida, Capernaum, Chorazin. Jesus, were these towns like impenetrable fortresses, islands, unwilling to be touched? Were they rocks? Were they islands? I don't want my soul to be like this, Lord. If my heart is of rock, change it to one of flesh. Don't let me fall prey to the sin of presumption. Help me to be open to your grace, to your help. Help me to have a healthy sense of needfulness. I need a savior. Maybe these towns didn't feel the need for one, but I need one. How does this show in the way that we turn to Jesus throughout the day, in all of our needs? Mary can teach us how to do this. Our Lady can show us how to make Jesus more fundamentally a part of our lives. She can wean us off the mentality of thinking that we are self-sufficient, of presuming that we are fine on our own. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. More of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 18 past the hour. We'll pray the hours next. This is Daybreak. On the memorial of Saint Therese of Lisieux, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. It's time to begin our day of prayer. We are led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and, and my, my mouth will proclaim your praise. The Holy Virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn, 
as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning is now, and will be forever. Amen. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia. Lord, in your anger, do not punish me. Lord, Lord in, in your, your anger, do, do not punish me. O oh Lord, do not rebuke me in your anger. Do not punish me, Lord, in your rage. Your arrows have sunk deep in me. Your hand has come down upon me. Through your anger, all my body is sick. Through my sin, there is no health in my limbs. My guilt towers higher than my head. It is a weight too heavy to bear. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is, is now, now, and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, Lord, in, in your, your anger, do, do not, not punish me. me. Lord, you know all my longings. Lord, you know all my longings. My wounds are foul and festering, the result of my own folly. I am bowed and brought to my knees. I go mourning all the day long. All my frame burns with fever. All my body is sick. Spent and utterly crushed, I cry aloud in anguish of heart. Oh, Lord, you know all my longing. My groans are not hidden from you. My heart throbs. My strength is spent. The very light is gone from my eyes. My friends avoid me like a leper. Those closest to me stand afar off. Those who plot against my life lay snares. Those who seek my ruin speak of harm, planning treachery all the day long. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it, as it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is, is now, now, and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, you know all my longings. I confess my guilt to you, Lord. Do not abandon me, for you are my Savior. 
I confess my guilt to you, Lord. Do not abandon me, for you are my Savior. But I am like the deaf who cannot hear, like the dumb unable to speak. I am like a man who hears nothing, in whose mouth is no defense. I count on you, O Lord. It is you, Lord God, who will answer. I pray, do not let them mock me, those who triumph, if my foot should slip. For I am on the point of falling, and my pain is always before me. I confess that I am guilty, and my sin fills me with dismay. My wanton enemies are numberless, and my lying foes are many. They repay me evil for good, and attack me for seeking what is right. O Lord, do not forsake me. My God, do not stay afar off. Make haste and come to my help. O Lord, my God, my Savior. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Do not abandon us, Lord our God. You did not forget the broken body of your Christ, nor the mockery his love received. We, your children, are weighed down with sin. Give us the fullness of your mercy. I confess confess my my guilt to you, Lord. Do not abandon me, for for you are my Savior. You have shown me how to live. You will fill me with joy in your presence. From the letter of the Apostle Paul to the Philippians. Be imitators of me, my brothers. Take as your guide those who follow the example we set. Unfortunately, many go about in a way which shows them to be enemies of the cross of Christ. I have often said this to you before. This time, I say it with tears. Such as these will end in disaster. Their God is their belly and their glory is their shame. I'm talking about those who are set upon the things of this world. As you well know, we have our citizenship in heaven. It is from there that we eagerly await the coming of our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. He will give a new form to this lowly body of ours and remake it according to the pattern of his glorified body by his power to subject everything to himself. For these reasons, my brothers, you whom I so love and long for, you who are my joy and my crown, continue, my dear ones, to stand firm in the Lord. I plead with Evodia, just as I do with Synthese, come to some mutual understanding in the Lord. Yes, and I ask you too, my dependable fellow worker, to go to their aid. They have struggled at my side in promoting the gospel, along with Clement and the others who have labored with me. 
whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again, rejoice. Everyone should see how unselfish you are. The Lord is near. Dismiss all anxiety from your minds. Present your needs to God in every form of prayer and in petitions full of gratitude. Then God's own peace, which is beyond all understanding, will stand guard over your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, my brothers, your thoughts should be wholly directed to all that is true, all that deserve respect, all that is honest, pure, admirable, decent, virtuous, or worthy of praise. Live according to what you have learned and accepted, what you have heard me say and seen me do. Then will the God of peace be with you. The Word of the Lord. I urge you in the Lord's name to stop living as pagans live with their worthless concern. Always seek to do what is best for one another and for everyone. For, for this, this is, is what, what God, God wants you to do, to do in, in Christ Jesus. Jesus. Rejoice always. Pray constantly and always give thanks. For, For this, this is, is what, what God, God wants, wants you to do in Christ Jesus. From the Autobiography of St. Teresa of the Child Jesus, Virgin Since my longing for martyrdom was powerful and unsettling, I turned to the epistles of St. Paul in the hope of finally finding an answer. By chance, the twelfth and thirteenth chapters of the first epistle to the Corinthians caught my attention, and in the first section I read that not everyone can be an apostle, prophet, or teacher, that the church is composed of a variety of members, and that the eye cannot be the hand. Even with such an answer revealed before me, I was not satisfied and did not find peace. I persevered in the reading and did not let my mind wander until I found this encouraging theme. Set your desires on the greater gifts, and I will show you the way which surpasses all others. For the Apostle insists that the greater gifts are nothing at all without love, and that this same love is surely the best path leading directly to God. At length I had found peace of mind. When I had looked upon the mystical body of the Church, I recognized myself in none of the members which St. Paul described, and what is more, I desired to distinguish myself more favorably within the whole body. Love appeared to me to be the hinge for my vocation. Indeed, I knew that the Church had a body composed of various members, but in this body the necessary and more noble member was not lacking. I knew that the Church had a heart, and that such a heart appeared to be aflame with love. I knew that one love drove the members of the Church to action, 
that if this love were extinguished, the apostles would have proclaimed the gospel no longer. The martyrs would have shed their blood no more. I saw and realized that love sets off the bounds of all vocations, that love is everything, that this same love embraces every time and every place. In one word, that love is everlasting. Then, nearly ecstatic with the supreme joy in my soul, I proclaimed, O Jesus, my love, at last I have found my calling. My call is love. Certainly I have found my proper place in the church, and you gave me that very place, my God. In the heart of the church, my mother, I will be love, and thus I will be all things, as my desire finds its direction. From the very beginning, O God, you came to me with your love, which has grown since my childhood. Its depths I cannot fully grasp. O Lord, how great is the goodness you have stored up for those who fear you. Its depths I cannot fully grasp. Let us pray. O God, who open your kingdom to those who are humble and to little ones, lead us to follow trustingly in the little way of St. Teresa, so that through her intercession we may see your eternal glory revealed. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour, today's gospel is coming right up along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Friday, October 1st, 2021, the Memorial of St. Therese of Lisieux. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord has something very specific to tell some entire towns. It's from the 10th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. Woe to you, Chorazin! Woe to you, Bethsaida! For if the mighty works done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago, sitting in sackcloth and ashes. But it shall be more tolerable in the judgment for Tyre and Sidon than for you. And you, Capernaum, will you be exalted to heaven? You shall be brought down to Hades. He who hears you hears me, and he who rejects you rejects me, and he who rejects me rejects him who sent me. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, all of the daily mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Now, it might seem a little bit harsh as Jesus condemns entire cities, but he has good reason for doing so. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 5, Ordinary Time. Jesus had spent a great deal of time in the cities along the shores of Lake Genesaret. He had granted countless miracles and favors to these people, and yet they would not be converted. They did not know how to receive the Messiah they had heard so much about in their synagogues. 
This is the reason for the Lord's complaint. Woe to you, Chorazin! Woe to you, Bethsaida! For if the mighty works done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago sitting in sackcloth and ashes. And you, Capernaum, will you be exalted to heaven? You shall be brought down to Hades. Jesus had sown abundant seed, and precious little of it had borne fruit in these places. Truly incredible signs had been multiplied one on top of the other, but the people were not moved to penance. Without this conversion and a life of sacrifice, it was unlikely that they would recognize Christ in their midst. Tyre and Sidon were burdened with less responsibility since they had received fewer graces. Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, Today when you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. God speaks to men and women throughout the ages. Christ continues to pass through our cities and towns, showering innumerable blessings upon us. To know how to listen to his will and fulfill it right away is of capital importance in our lives. Nothing is more important. We need to listen with great docility to the invitations Christ gives in the heart of each individual. God is not to blame when the faith fails to spring up among men. The reason is to be found in the unreadiness of those who have heard the divine word. Holy Scripture calls this resistance to grace hardness of heart. Men sometimes pose intellectual difficulties as inhibiting their growth in faith when the real problem lies in their lack of desire. Perhaps they just do not want to abandon some bad habit. They may not be willing to struggle seriously to overcome some defect that impedes their friendship with the Lord. Mortification prepares the soul to listen to the Lord and to follow His will. If we want to reach God, we will have to mortify the soul and all its powers. Mortification can convert our souls into the good soil that will bring the divine seed to fruition. We have to weed out and burn those thorns that tend to flourish in the soul, laziness, egoism, envy, curiosity. This is why the church recommends that we review our spirit of penance and mortification on Fridays. This spirit will lead us to be more generous in our imitation of Christ on the cross. Closely related to mortification is that happiness, which we all find so necessary. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers, and you'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. It's 15 before the hour. Let's pray. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. A humble, contrite heart, O God, you will not spurn. A humble, contrite heart, O God, you will not spurn. Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness. In your compassion, blot out my offense. O wash me more and more from my guilt, and cleanse me from my sin. My offenses, truly, I know them. My sin is always before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned. What is evil in your sight, I have done. 
that you may be justified when you give sentence and be without reproach when you judge. O sea, in guilt I was born, a sinner was I conceived. Indeed, you love truth in the heart, then in the secret of my heart teach me wisdom. O purify me, then I shall be clean. O wash me, I shall be whiter than snow. Make me hear rejoicing and gladness, that the bones you have crushed may revive. From my sins turn away your face and blot out all my guilt. A pure heart create for me, O God, but a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, nor deprive me of your Holy Spirit. Give me again the joy of your help. With a spirit of fervor sustain me, that I may teach transgressors your ways, and sinners may return to you. O rescue me, God, my helper, and my tongue shall ring out your goodness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise. For in sacrifice you take no delight. Burnt offering from me you would refuse. My sacrifice, a contrite spirit, a humbled, contrite heart, you will not spurn. In your goodness show favor to Zion, rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with lawful sacrifice, holocaust offered on your altar. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Father, he who knew no sin was made sin for us, to save us and restore us to your friendship. Look upon our contrite heart and afflicted spirit, and heal our troubled conscience so that in the joy and strength of the Holy Spirit we may proclaim your praise and glory before all the nations. A humble, contrite heart, O God, you will not spurn. Even in your anger, Lord, you will remember compassion. Even in your anger, Lord, you will remember compassion. O Lord, I have heard your renown and feared, O Lord, your work. In the course of the years, revive it. In the course of the years, make it known. In your wrath, remember compassion. God comes from Taman, the Holy One from Mount Paran. Covered are the heavens with his glory, and with his praise the earth is filled. His splendor spreads like the light. Rays shine forth from beside him, where his power is concealed. You come forth to save your people, to save your anointed one. You tread the sea with your steeds amid the churning of the deep waters. I hear, and my body trembles. At the sound, my lips quiver. Decay invades my bones, my legs tremble beneath me. 
I await the day of distress that will come upon the people who attack us. For though the fig tree blossom not, nor fruit be on the vines, though the yield of the olive fail and the terraces produce no nourishment, though the flocks disappear from the fold and there be no herd in the stalls, yet will I rejoice in the Lord and exalt in my saving God. God, my Lord, is my strength. He makes my feet swift as those of hinds and enables me to go upon the heights. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Even in your anger, Lord, you will remember compassion. O praise the Lord, Jerusalem. O praise the Lord, Jerusalem. O praise the Lord, Jerusalem. Zion, praise your God. He has strengthened the bars of your gates. He has blessed the children within you. He established peace on your borders. He feeds you with the finest wheat. He sends out his word to the earth and swiftly runs his command. He showers down snow, white as wool. He scatters hoarfrost by gashes. He hurls down hailstones like crumbs. The waters are frozen at his touch. He sends forth his word and it melts them. At the breath of his mouth the waters flow. He makes his word known to Jacob, to Israel his laws and decrees. He has not dealt thus with other nations. He has not taught them his decrees. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, you established peace within the borders of Jerusalem. Give the fullness of peace now to your faithful people. May peace rule us in this life and possess us in eternal life. You are about to fill us with the best of wheat. Grant that what we see dimly now as in a mirror, we may come to perceive clearly in the brightness of your truth. O praise praise the the Lord, Lord, Jerusalem. Jerusalem! A reading from the Song of Songs Deep waters cannot quench love, nor floods sweep it away. Were one to offer all he owns to purchase love, he would be roundly mocked. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. My heart is ever pleading, show me your face. My My heart heart is is ever ever pleading, pleading, show me your face. I long to gaze upon you, Lord, show Show me me your face. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. My My heart heart is ever pleading, show me your face. Truly, I say to you, unless you change your lives and become like little children, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. 
He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Truly, I say to you, unless you change your lives and become like little children, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Christ is the spouse and crowning glory of virgins, Let us praise him with joy in our voices and pray to him with sincerity in our hearts. Jesus, crown of virgins, hear us. Christ, the holy virgins loved you as their one true spouse. Grant that nothing may separate us from your love. Jesus, crown of virgins, hear us. You crowned Mary, your mother, queen of virgins. Through her intercession, let us continually serve you with pure hearts. Jesus, crown of virgins, hear us. Your handmaids were always careful to love you with whole and undivided attention, that they might be holy in body and spirit. Through their intercession, grant that the lore of this passing world may not distract our attention from you. Jesus, Jesus, crown crown of virgins, hear us. Lord Jesus, you are the spouse whose coming was anticipated by the wise virgins. Grant that we may wait for you in hope and expectation. Jesus, Jesus, crown crown of virgins, hear us. Through the intercession of the saint and virgin we commemorate today, who is one of the wise and prudent virgins, Grant us wisdom and innocence of life. Jesus, Jesus, crown crown of virgins, hear us. Now let us offer the prayer Christ has given us as the model for all prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, 
but But deliver deliver us us from from evil. evil. O God, who open your kingdom to those who are humble and to little ones, lead us to follow trustingly in the little way of St. Teresa, so that through her intercession we may see your eternal glory revealed. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. I have to admit, St. Therese is my favorite. Morning Air is coming up next. Patrick Madrid a bit later on. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's do this again tomorrow morning at 4 a.m. Central or on the Relevant Radio app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.